0: Oh, how many love the presence of the Lord? Come on, it's so good—it's life to us. If you're—if um, this is your first time, would you wave at us? Wave at us, okay? Bam! Welcome, welcome. Anyone else, first time? We'll bless you. So glad you're here. I hope you were blessed, even just through worship. Just to come into that atmosphere. There's so much happens in that atmosphere. And, uh, yeah, many, many are healed just in that. Before prayers or anything happen, I was praying with someone Friday. Uh, Friday, I went down to uh, L.A. on Thursday, came back Friday, went straight from the airport to uh, Inner Healing and Deliverance, and uh, in that time of ministry, is was so beautiful, and went to go pray for deliverance and they said hey just want to let you know during the inner healing moment like this at the end of it just something really started like hurting and here and then when you said i command everything that came in through this leave it was like (laughs) and then i was just i all i have is peace now i'm like we like that so you know just god is doing such a, a wonderful a wonderful thing who 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 was at the wedding last night? (laughs) That's amazing. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. You know, God is is just doing so so many amazing things that um, there's no way for us to celebrate all of it. But um, we have a little video. Let me move this. And we want to just play this video. Let me just bring this down here. As kind of a recap of testimonies and things, like I said, there's probably only four testimonies on there, but how many know that there's, it would just be, we'd be here till, you know, next week if we've just played all the testimonies. But uh, this is just a kind of a recap of some of the things God's doing in some of the people's lives and uh, some of the shots to help us remember. Um, so you, you need to know, like, for those of you first time, you're like, what, is this how it is every week? Well, yes, but also um, today we're celebrating our third year as a church and yeah it's amazing I think it's awesome that when the Lord told me to plant the church you know I was unaware of kind of his timing his dates that today is Rosh Hashanah which is the new year you know it's the Jewish new year so so it's just kind of funny that we, I, I don't think I had any idea when it was like the Lord's like, okay, plant the church. And then it just all worked out that we, we started the church on the Jewish New Year. You know what I mean? It's just kind of funny. God is so funny. So we're celebrating uh, Rosh Hashanah in a sense, the, the, the Jewish New Year, God's New Year in a sense. And uh, it's also our New Year to celebrate. And if you know the imagery of three in the scriptures, well, we obviously have the resurrection and those things. And, uh, and so there's this wonderful imagery that God is, is playing out in our family. And so uh, we're going to um, check out this video, celebrate, and then we'll, we're going to celebrate some other stuff from the year. So check this out.
1: Um, so a testimony about this last year with Sozo, I uh, recently experienced something that was very heartbreaking. And um, I kind of felt like I wasn't going to feel whole. It kept bothering me. I kept trying to surrender it to the Lord. I couldn't figure out how. Um, and when, since I've been back home, I've been serving with the youth on Wednesday nights. And um, My birthday happened to fall on a Wednesday, and leading up to that point, I kept seeing the number 914 everywhere, which was my birthday. And I was like, God, I don't know, are you gonna do something on my birthday? And um, so on that day, I experienced freedom, especially at youth, experiencing the love of the family here, and um, I've had peace about that situation since that day. Glory to God.
2: Uh, MY WIFE AND I ATTENDED THE SCHOOL OF MINISTRY LAST YEAR, DID FIRST YEAR, AND IT BROUGHT our, US CLOSER TOGETHER IN OUR RELATIONSHIP AND OUR WALK WITH GOD, AND WE'RE GOING TO BE ATTENDING uh, FIRST YEAR AGAIN THIS YEAR.
3: HI, MY NAME'S GINA MARKIN. I'VE BEEN ATTENDING SOZO FOR ABOUT TWO YEARS, AND AN AMAZING THING HAPPENED LAST FALL. REMEMBER WHEN PASTOR TOM PRESENTED THE KINGDOM BUILDERS con- uh, GIVING OPPORTUNITY where we could contribute towards the purchase of our building and the land. Well, I remember I prayed about it. Holy Spirit, how much should I give? And to my great surprise, he gave me a number that was bigger than any number I'd ever given. And I thought, whoa, that's huge. So I said, all right, Lord, sign me up. Yes, I'm gonna give this amount. And then the Holy Spirit immediately told me, you're going to give that amount for October. You're going to give the same amount for November and you're going to give the same amount for December. I was then a little bit more nervous. but Okay, Lord, sign me up. But I joyfully gave and it was, it was amazing. But the interesting thing is it's exactly like the word says this year, I'm self-employed, but my business has increased 18%. 18%. Do you know how huge that is? Well, maybe you don't know, but I know how huge that is. And so God has been growing me in the area of giving. And I think the Romans 12 scriptures talking about giving, I think there's a special gift for giving. And I think that often it's people who have Businesses where God can really explode those businesses if you're going to be faithful to give because you're just a steward.
1: Our Apostle Tom says, don't claim that you're in the promised land when you're still in the wilderness so you can label me a work in progress. Um, But this year God moved in mighty ways that only he could move. When I first came to Sozo a year and a half ago, um, I had received a terminal diagnosis. And um, through the course of the last year, um, it deteriorated um, in ways that I couldn't walk without oxygen, Um, even the length of our parking lot here at Sozo. But God, in his mercy, arranged for two new lungs for me. And he saved me before the transplant, during the transplant, and afterwards. And already, in less than six months since that surgery, I can do more than I could have in the last three years combined. So I'm praising God for that, but in my spirit, since coming to Sozo, I was depressed, I was suicidal. I had a controlled mind of unbelief, which led to fear and really poor decision-making. And through the process of submitting here at Sozo, I've learned to take ownership of, of my life. And Uh, align myself to the Spirit and manage myself well. And these are things that are helping me step back into life with better authority in who I ought to be. And I'm praising God for that.
4: So my testimony for this year is: um, I have battled an eating disorder since uh, I can ever remember. Um, it years of my life. It made it, I wanted to commit suicide over it, and uh, I could never ever beat it. And I thought it was something I would never ever overcome. But uh, God completely freed me through uh, just a lot of inner healing and. Um, different things that he told me to do that seemed kind of crazy and i just obeyed and did did them and um i
5: got complete breakthrough in in this and i'm completely free uh, this last year has been awesome. i've been coming against this poverty mentality thinking i lived on the bottom part and i read the book by chris volatin the ways of royalty i think that's what it's called i might be wrong on that but it changed my life I've been turned upside down and my pockets are now full instead of empty. I have been learned that I am of royalty. I am not the other, I'm not the downside, I'm the upside. And I have learned that my it's changed in my thinking. The stronghold has been broken, is what's happened. I learned that I live up above as a king and a priest, and not as a pauper and a homeless person, the way I have used to live. And now, it's not necessarily that, well, yes, my finances have changed, but it's, it's, I'm trying to explain it. I have learned to think differently. And I don't go down to the clearance aisle to buy things anymore. I buy up more on the top shelf, if that makes sense. I've learned and God is starting to bless me in ways that's been incredible. I, I Now right now when I think about it, I can't think of an instance, but God is just blessing in so many ways because I'm thinking, I'm realizing I'm the blessed person. I'm not the poor in spirit. I'm the blessed person that God has put on this earth and I am just thrilled and every time I turn around there's a blessing but also that I'm learning to honor also. There was another book called Honor and Reward, and I'm honoring those in the church. I'm honoring my government officials, and I'm learning that if I do it God's way, I get blessed. If I don't, I get owies. And so I'm just, I can't tell you what has happened to me. In this year, I'm 65 years old, and I've learned more in this year than I have all those other years. And I am so, so thankful that I've done it. And I'm so excited to take this second year because, wow, what is God going to do for me? Thank you.
6: This
1: conference,
6: even though it's one of the most uh, uh, special conference i ever been. I feel that something came to life inside of me, a revival. Refreshment. I came with headaches, with stomach aches and I I feel that there is a new beginning from here I am very uh, built up in my spirit and I receive a lot of of ideas how to work I prayed for many sick people but I see that there was no power but now I got the keys Amen Amen (laughs) Hallelujah and I realized what's not working what's the problem what is the problem
1: and now the Lord
6: enlightened me and he gave me the keys I have to go deeper thank you so much thank you Hallelujah so, in, uh, from the beginning, when when Pastor K. She was here with the team. There has been done something that, in this area, in our churches, it hasn't been done before. Pastors to sit down and allow a woman to minister to them. Even now at this conference, there've been so many pastors here—over twenty-five pastors. Sitting down and take teaching from a woman, this is history happening here. Yeah, it's the Holy yeah, Spirit that yeah. is breaking the ground and is doing something great and amazing here in Romania. Thank yeah. you so much for everything that the Lord has done through you. We send you our love and greetings, and we love you. So, is the church, God bless you. <laughs>
7: Oh,
5: yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Jesus! Jesus! Amen. God's doing something special in our midst. And uh, we want to celebrate those things. The Bible, if you, if you um, read through it, you'll see when it came to Israel, which is an imagery of you as a child of God, as those he's leading from one kingdom into another. Amen? Amen. He tells them how important it is to remember. How many of you know that? You see that in the scriptures. Yes. Mm-hmm. So these, there's these, these Jewish holidays, which is funny that we celebrate one today, uh, like Passover. And he's like, I want you to do this, and I want you to do it and in, in to remember yeah. that I am Yahweh who saves. That's, right. That's what they sang when, the, when they got through the Red Sea. Egypt got swallowed, and they come to the other side, and Miriam begins to sing, Yahweh is salvation. And then Jesus is born on the earth and God says um, through the angel, I want you to name this child that's going to be born, Yahweh is salvation. Because what I did for them, I'm going to do for them. And this is what he's doing in our midst. Amen? Amen. How many of you are experiencing that salvation? You're experiencing Jesus come and do everything. And the word salvation there, as he says, you will name him Yahweh is salvation for he shall sozo, save, save, his people from their sins, and for those of you who are first or new um, guests, that's why the church is named Sozo. It's the Greek word salvation, but it means saved, healed, delivered, and made whole. It's what Jesus came to do, and it's what he wants to do in your life, and it's what he's done in my life. It's what he's done in my wife's life, and uh, we have the wonderful joy of sharing that with people. Amen. Jesus, the one who makes people whole. Amen. So we're going to celebrate some things. We do this every year as a remembrance, because what He's doing in our midst is is to be celebrated and to be remembered. It's not an ordinary thing. Now, my wife and I have pastored um, and been leaders in other churches, and so we really do know that what He's doing in our midst is not ordinary. It's not ordinary at all. Any who have been in in in, in church leadership, maybe an elder or anything, some of the stuff we're going to share is like that's crazy. That, that doesn't happen. I, in fact, I, uh, when we were um, a part of the assemblies of God, I would get calls from the re- regional leaders to say, What is going on there? Because the things that, because they would ask for numbers, hey, yeah. right? They would just want to be able to celebrate what God is doing between like the 300 Salvation. churches in the Northwest. And so when we would send our stuff, they were just like, I got a, a call. The guy started to come to church here, actually. And, you know, he's he's living in Tacoma, he's coming out, he's he's going to church in Tacoma, and he's, like, coming out, like, what is going on out there? Because what you're sending me, no one is sending us this stuff. There's no church sending us this stuff. And he says, amongst the assemblies, um, he was like, "The, the baptism and the Holy Spirit numbers have, like, almost disappeared completely. He says, you're one of, like, two churches that even sent us numbers, no less the amount of numbers you're sending us is just unreal. That's not even, like... There's no one doing that. And we're like, yeah, and that's not, we don't really want to celebrate that no one else is doing that, but we do celebrate that God is doing it Amen. amongst us. Yes. But there's so many things, whether it's the baptisms, the amount of baptisms, all that stuff is not ordinary. It's, um, it's absolutely amazing. And uh, so we're going to go through some of those things. Do you have one of these? If you don't have one of these, lift up your hand. We want to get you one. There's a bunch of awesome stuff. That is part of what we're going to be celebrating today as kind of just a Passover, a Jewish festival in a sense, a remembrance, a celebration and a remembrance of what God is doing in our midst. Because we talk about it that the testimony behind it carries that spirit of prophecy to for God to do it again. Amen for God to do it again, and yeah. some of the things you'll see we'll, we'll have on there even last year to this year to just continue to see like that mm-hmm. things that the Lord is doing is even even increasing, and so um, it's amazing so wow. um, I want to celebrate some of these things, and we 're going to go through this it won 't necessarily um, take the whole time, but I want to I want to um, celebrate so we did outreach. Um, how many of you didn't know that we, we do regular outreaches in cities? How many of you didn't know? Just be honest. Just say, hey, I didn't know that. Awesome. Yeah, we do outreaches. And right here on the first page, you'll see that um, when you open it. In seven different cities, Amen. we did yeah. 80 outreaches last year.
8: Amen. 80 of them. Yeah. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> and
0: I'm telling you that, that's, that it's like hundreds of people mm-hmm. going out into these cities um, the school of ministry students, people from the church going out, learning how to one, just let their faith not stay in them, yeah. but find ways to listen to, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's leading, and to not just go, hey Jesus love you, hey Jesus love you, hey Jesus love you, not not not, but doing what you sense the Spirit's leading. Like hey, there's going to be someone with a red shirt, mm-hmm. just in the time of prayer, going Lord, show me someone that I'm going to encounter when I go out so that when I see them, I know that their hearts are ready for this. And so they'll go and they'll pray. We teach them how to do this. And then all of a sudden they go out and they're like, are you kidding me? Does that person have sparkly shoes and a red shirt? Isn't that what we said? Go up to them, boom, Jesus comes and encounters them. It's so powerful. So Jesus, when he went out, you read the scriptures, it doesn't seem like it's so surprising to him. It's like, no, I already saw this when I was with the father. Yeah. I already saw the leper coming up to me. So mm. Jesus is like, I'm willing. Well, I already saw it happen. Amen? Amen. And so we're teaching and, uh, the, the disciples how to do that. And uh, so 80 of them, that's amazing. Thousands touched. Yes. Do you want to go through some of these um, 2021 yeah. to 2022 um, celebrations?
8: Yeah. So 164 recorded salvations. What? Woo!
7: <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh my
0: awesome come on, come on. Fun. Let it let it be our family members oh, and our neighbors. Amen. I just keep hearing. But that. I want you to know that that's not that's in here. But I want you to know the impact, whether that's out, that's from the people here going out. That's not that's not re- recorded in this. There's so many being saved through the work that we're doing here. That's we're not recording into this. Or internationally,
7: this, right? So the mm-hmm. international
0: and those things. We do a crusade. Every month, through you guys fund that crusade in West Africa. Yeah. Now, 8,000 salvations happened yeah. through your giving yeah. in West Africa last yeah. year. So that's amazing. Jesus! Come on.
8: Amen. And
0: as you heard Romeo, uh, Apostle Romeo, share that they go and they, they go to see how many of those people are attending church. They go for, to the pastors. Hey, we said, when we did the crusade, we told them to come to your church. How many of them are still connected to your church? And so they, they um, recorded, I think it was 4,000 people that were attending church after those crusades. That's absolutely amazing. Now, some of those people are Muslim wives and this and that, and they'll come to prayer meetings, but they can't come to church. And so um, the recording of those who are like Forget it, I'm coming to church, which is a risk of their lives. It's usually maybe the husband got saved and now the whole family can go, you know, stuff like that. So it's, it's that's, that number is, is, is what's happening in here. Amen. All right.
8: 143 water baptisms. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and 137 Holy Spirit baptisms. Jesus. <laughs> The 78 school ministry grads. Yeah. 79 students attended camps. Yes. 73 youth camp volunteers. That's amazing. 102 kid camp volunteers. What? 85 women's conference attendees. 74 men's breakfast attendees. And 118 Kids Sponsored. Woo! That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness.
0: So here's a couple new things that happened this last year that we were able to do. We were able to launch our third year of School of Ministry. Yeah! yeah. So that means we have students in first year, second year, and third year. And uh, now we have those who have even graduated from third year, but that started last year. We've shifted as a church from um, the Assemblies of God to being under an apostolic um, family. And so we have uh, Israel Kim as is my apostle and shifting under into that apostolic government. For those of you who are new here and you're like, what, is apostolic, any, any of that, you don't understand that. Um, you can come and ask questions of any of the leaders and uh, they can answer uh, some of those questions for you. But the rest of the family is like, amen. Amen. So um, we this were able to one. purchase this building. Woo! Come on. Yeah! Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
8: Jesus is king. And uh, we have house churches um, in six houses in four different cities throughout. And I'm really excited because there's a couple more getting ready to launch in new cities. So get ready. So here's
0: why that's so amazing (laughs) is because we, we, we don't just let anyone lead a house church. Okay? Now... Maybe a church, a lot of churches will do like small groups, and it's just like anyone who wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that when I led a church um, before this church, and some of the things that would come back to me that were being talked about or taught in those, those small groups grieved me deeply. We had a small group. Um, it was like a second grade teacher leading it, and she was leading a middle school girl um, small group. And the, the, another leader was with her and called me and said, hey, I don't know what to do, but my, our leader of this small group taught all the middle school girls today that they might be gay and that they should try out other stuff just to make sure. And I was just like, What? just was taught to these middle school girls. And so, one, we shut that thing down,
7: but we
0: realize in general that, man, we just want, oh, everyone can, no, it's not true. It's not true, and there's a lot of the ways the enemy gets in through that. And so it grieved me. And so we we begin to just say, listen, the biblical model of Acts 2.42 was that there was elders, there was Mm -hmm. leaders. And so um, what we do is we go through to where it's um, third-year students who have shown their lives to be submitted into a place of honor to their leaders, that they would only say what they feel like their leaders would say. Mm -hmm. And if stuff is going in a direction that's not godly, they've been trained and equipped how to say, hey, no, that's not what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. and to bring correction um, to that. And so um, to have um, six of those going and to get ready to launch a, um, a good handful more yeah. is very, very, very exciting to me. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, we're praying, we're believing for Tacoma, right? Yeah, there's going to be
7: a come Tacoma on. one soon.
0: Come on. How many of you are coming from that way? You're like, praise God, I thought so. I thought, I thought, I thought so. So come on.
8: All right, next page. Oh, my goodness. So many amazing things.
0: Um, Would you like to celebrate celebrate this?
8: Yes, so the Sozo youth, on average, last year, there was 15 students who regularly attended on Wednesday. Yes. Come on. And I know after youth camp, that's gone up significantly because there was 38 kids at summer youth camp this year. Come (laughs) on. It's amazing. And 27 summer camp volunteers and for summer camp water baptism.
0: If you served at that or you went to that, would you stand up? We wanted to just celebrate you taking a week off work and yes, going and spending amazing. time with all those kids. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys so amazing. much. Amazing. You know when you have to, to, to take a week off work. And to go and, and serve kids—that's a that's a big commitment. And um, I know that they were rewarded by watching lives be changed. But we yeah. want to say thank you.
8: We also had the first, hopefully, annual youth talent show this last year. Come on, right? which was amazing. And our kids are $6, talented. Six thousand dollars towards the youth—it's amazing. Come on, yes. And we
0: had uh, we started doing what we do with the Sozo nights. How many of you guys are blessed by the Sozo nights? Those are powerful. Yeah. Sozo nights are once a month. We have one coming up where we just go after it. We just invite friends to come and just to pour into us. And just really, to be honest, to go after just the fullness of the kingdom. We started doing that at youth yeah. and inviting different um, people to come and pour into our youth. And so you'll see on there some of those that we brought in to pour into our youth. Um, I always get sent photos of our youth just sprawled out on the ground, getting touched. And uh, I've watched. There's certain people I've watched where... I, I really, it's hard for me to comprehend that they're the same child. That, to me, is the greatest gift ever, is that I just go, yeah. you know, there are certain kids that I'm like, Lord, help us.
7: Lord, help us.
0: And then to see the kid, like, their whole destiny has changed. There's no, like, they are not the same human being. I'm like, God, you are just... Yeah, so good. Can we just say thank you? If you're a youth leader, yes. you serve regularly at youth, would you stand up? We just want to celebrate you. You're amazing. Yeah, Come on. Us. Come on. Where's your whole
7: <laughs>
0: you want to rebuke them? <laughs> They're probably, yeah, probably, probably served. Serving. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of people that serve in youth every week. It's it's amazing. Centers.
8: Yeah, the next celebration is about Sozo Kids, which will be hard to honor all of them because they're probably all literally over there, but I know there's more in this room. But at Kids Camp, we had 48 kids. Come on. Which is amazing. And 54 camp volunteers. Yeah. Amen. And six kids said yes to Jesus. Come
4: on. Yes.
8: Yes. And then the kids raised... $884 in change for kids in Burkina Faso at camp. It's amazing. They,
0: did, they do a, a coin drive yeah. and yeah, that's amazing. There's a, like almost $1,000 worth of, of change in these kids' yeah. couches, so it's amazing. Their yeah. couches are now clean. You're welcome. So, Yeah, if you've served kids at all over the last year, would you stand up? Can we celebrate you? Whether it was at the camps or in any way that you come and you serve. Yeah. Thank Thank you. you. Come on, give it up to them. Amen. Sozo night uh, speakers, they have you have them there. Just we are very blessed. These when I look at these 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 names, I'm just like, wow, we are really blessed. This is incredible. Apostle Israel Kim, the Toaches, um, Rich Vera, uh, Elia, um, Angelo from Bethel. Um, Brian Guerin, Eric Gilmore, Ben Fitzgerald, Kevin Franklin, Tom Loud, William Hen, Michael Dow, <laughs> Chuck Perry, Tyler Johnson, um, Mike Signorelli. I'm you, telling Lord. you, that's
7: thank
0: you, <laughs> that's amazing. That I'm telling you, that is incredible. Those are some very those people are impacting the nations, yes. and um, for them to be friends of the house, I think almost all of these people are just people we're in regular friendship with, and it's a it's a it's a uh, honor
8: and that was a and some of them spoke on sundays as well in in our school ministry so there's another list there that's similar but um you know that was a word that was prophesied over us right before we launched the church yeah
0: we were at an event and james gall um, was there as a prophet and he um, began to prophesy and they, he he said you know the the you're not going to try to reach out you're not going it's not going to be trying to pursue god is going to bring this is why I see God bringing generals, people mm-hmm. to uh, partner with God's doing. Didn't know that we were getting ready to plan a church or anything, right? Yes. Just begins to prophesy. And so God has done that. Yes. So it's been amazing.
8: Yes. So many open doors.
0: let celebrate this?
8: Yeah. So um, the school ministry. So we started, um, uh, let's see. It looks like, okay, so we got the years down, and then, okay. 2020,
0: 2021. There we go.
8: 33 students in first year in 2021, eight second years and zero third years. And then it went up to 61, 35, seven, and 78 graduates last year. Come on. And then we, yes, that's amazing. And then we launched the school this year with 73 first year, 34 second, and 17 third year.
6: Come on. That's
8: so good.
0: And really, that, that... To I be w-
8: determined. I <laughs> want to
0: just let you know that our, uh, for those of you who, who that what we do in our school of ministry is really equipping you to live the normal um, life that Jesus lived um, and that he wanted his disciples to live, his sons and daughters to live. And so, how many of you are in the school of ministry? Just stand up. You've, you've been in or you are in. Stand up. Come yeah. on. That's amazing. Amen.
4: Amen. That's amazing.
0: So for the rest of you, we have our online school of ministry that is uh, registrations open. So maybe you just, you work and you're like, I can't, this just, it just doesn't work out for me. For those of you who are online watching right now, um, and uh, those of you who are here and you weren't able to, go onto the website and, and sign up for the online school of ministry. We are really working to make that, um, uh, as, as much as possible, the deepest impact that we can yeah. for you. Yes, if, if there's so much that happens in person that's hard to replicate, but we're going to do our best to make that um, as much as possible to equip you from online. So um, I would sign up for that as well. Yes.
8: And then... Um,
0: Those, we had ministry trips. Yes. Um, what we, we just really believe is that what God's doing here... Um, he wants to do all over. Yeah. And so, um, but it's also part of our school of ministry is that you, you have opportunities up here to learn how to do the ministry of Jesus, but there's something when you go. You know, yeah. Jesus said go. Yeah. And there's a grace when you go. Yes. How many experienced that grace if, when you went? You went on a ministry. How many went on a ministry trip over the last year? Stand up. Wow, awesome. come on. Yeah. Come on. How many experienced that grace? It was like, what? It's amazing. So uh, we did a ministry trip to um, Orlando with Mm -hmm. Rich Ver's Church, to Bellingham, Mm -hmm. uh, and to Grants Pass, Burkina Faso, Newcastle, and uh, Romania, Bucharest, uh, Romania. And so um, just the impact of those ministries, we get on a regular report. In fact, we go to Bellingham to a different church in Bellingham in about a week, next, yeah, next week, weekend. I believe. And I'm telling you, uh, they, I said, uh, they made a comment about the the, the the Newcastle church and said, yeah, I told him that you guys were coming because that's where I heard about you guys from was from that church. And he said, get ready because he says, I don't even pray for any, anyone anymore. He says, my team is just like, he's like the miracles, all those things are just normal. They weren't, but they became it after so-so came. So get ready. And I yeah. was like, we yeah. like that. So God is so good. So the impact through those ministry trips, we still get calls from um, even the Grants Pass pastor called uh, a couple weeks ago saying, hey, we got this situation. We have an Assemblies of God church that reached out to us because the pastors are being tormented and we've been trying to help. We are wondering what you would you would advise us to do. They're in this, um, this uh, parsonage. parsonage and they're literally physically seeing stuff appear at night that is demonic. Uh, what should we do? And so... Um, it's like I guess we're that church, but you know, it's like call Sozo, nine one one Sozo. But churches are reaching out to them after we came, yes, and they're like, they're okay, we went, now. we prayed, and then yeah. they're still experiencing some stuff, in fact, some backlash. Yeah. What should we do? And so it's just cool to hear. Like we advise, and then what they come back and say, it worked. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. So, all right, here's a big page. Okay, yeah. this is amazing. The finance. Um, this is one of those things that I pastored another church was elders at, uh, at another church and, uh, and to see what God is doing here at Sozo is absolutely just the fruit of, of disciples. Okay. Generosity is a marker of those who follow Jesus and of your maturity in Jesus that not just that you tithe, but that you see your whole life being leveraged for the expansion of the kingdom of God, yes. Amen. Yes. This is a marker of those who follow Jesus, and so this is the evidence of a mature and a healthy, um, growing disciple church. So um, we're a family. Don't you see that when I say church, I mean church, the ecclesia, those who have been called out from the world and into the kingdom of God. But what God's building is a family. Yes. The Bible says we're no longer strangers or foreigners, but we've been brought into God's household. We are citizens of the kingdom of God, members of God's family. Uh, and so what, we're, what, what we when we um, tithe and when we um, sow seed, all that stuff is for not just this family. We are to be those who listen to the voice of God And do with what God says to, to, with the finances, what he says to do with it. Amen. For the leveraging of his kingdom. Jesus said, I only do what I hear and I see my father doing. Amen. So it's a secret to what God's doing here. It's it's not Katie and I just going, what do we want to do today? We're going, God, what do you want to do? God, what do you want to do? God, what do you want to do? And I was just with um, an amazing prophet and uh, he was sharing his experience and his story. And there was so much in common that I was just like, thank you, Lord, that you're giving us friends that, that they just go. It doesn't make sense. He was leading a house church that had like 150 people in it. And everyone's like, you need a building. And he's like, God didn't tell me to get a building. I'm not going to get a building because God didn't tell me to get a building. And that's my story. Is like, we need to do this. And I'm like, I'm not doing that because God didn't tell me to do that. Because this isn't about us being wise enough to figure it out. No, it's us being in obedience to the voice of God. Amen? Because what we build, that we build without him, we'll have to sustain without him. I don't want to do that. Okay? And so um, we, are, we are just following with, with holy fear um, God. So...
8: You didn't finish the rest of that testimony. What happened when God did tell him to get a building?
0: So, okay, (laughs) it's not part of the story, but I'll tell. It's amazing what (laughs) God's doing in and around the earth for those who obey His voice. He got a building, it was like $1,400 a month, and He got this space, and they filled it up and they packed it out. And then it was like, you need to get a a bigger building. You know, they got a a small building, and then it was like, you need a bigger building. So they're paying $1,400 a month. That's their bills, right? It's not a lot, okay? That's like a trailer in Belfair right now, right? <laughs> so, so then the Lord in, says, Now it's time to get, yeah, they're in Simi Valley. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. So then, then the Lord says, I want you to go get this building. And he shows him $8 million. He's like, Okay. Because God said it. Yeah. Right? The same with this building. The Lord said, Get it. And I'm like, Okay. We were launching a church. I didn't know if I was going to have four people show up. I'm like, okay. But I knew the bills were going to be like 4000 a month just for the, the, this space. And the Lord says, do it. I don't know if anyone's going to come. I'm like, okay. Because I heard God.
7: Yeah.
0: Right? You can have confidence when God speaks. So uh, he heard God speak. So he said, okay, within a month it was paid off.
7: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. He
0: said, "People came from all over the world and said God spoke to me. Didn't even know who he was. Had to look him up. They heard his name. God yeah. spoke his name to them. Yeah, looked him up, found him, and brought a million dollars. Like people like that. That's and within crazy. the month, he said it was yeah. like two and a half, three weeks. It was completely paid off. I'm like, <laughs> we
8: like that. He's We've like, God that. will
0: fund that which he is doing. Yes, amen. amen. And so, amen. it's amazing what God's doing in that church. But he's doing stuff like that all over the earth, and he's doing it right here. That's right." This is amazing. Okay, let's look at it. So, in the general fund, just the general giving, this is like the tithes. Um, One million eight thousand four hundred and ninety-two dollars. What? That's amazing. <laughs> what came in for Sozo Nights? This is us giving seed to those who came. Yes. Ninety-two thousand eight hundred and ten dollars and twelve cents. That's amazing. Um, camps and co- conferences, $16,677.42. That's amazing. Kingdom Builders, this is how we give to um, local, global, and future leaders, $500,000, $170,000, dollars dollars 30 That's seed. That's amazing. Yes.
7: The total, Come on. The
0: total. Um, and so that total as a family, $1,635,289.66. That's amazing. <laughs> Come on. That's amazing. Expenses, $1,213,714. 200, this is how it breaks down ministry, 200000 218000 Building seventy-one thousand. That's the regular um, payment on the building. Um, upgrades on building thirty-one thousand. Purchase of building two hundred. That's how much we put down when we purchased uh, the building. And then the operations and admin six hundred and eighty-eight thousand. You can see kind of what those different things go to so on managed. the bottom there. And so those are expenses. Um, and then here we see the the. I like this, the sozo night, how much we gave. Remember how I always say we always add to it?
8: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I want you to see, this is what we gave.
8: 92,000 was given. 92,000
0: was given in the room, mm-hmm. and then what we ultimately gave was 146,623. So yeah. when I say, because one time we had someone who came to a sozo night, and they walked up to the person, they said, I give you this. It was like $20 just to make sure you get it. And that was so saddened in my heart because I know that the reason you would do that is because it happens places. That people give and then what was given isn't what's given. And I'm like, that will never happen in this place. We already had that practice because it's just who we are. But I was just like, I need to say it apparently. Everything you give will be given and we always add To it, there's never a time where an offering is given to someone, and we as a family don't add on top of what the room um, gave. And so,
8: you always um, ask some people, just so you guys know, like, not everyone's you know around us in this way, but Tom, we always always ask ask the Lord what to give. What
0: is before the night starts? Mm -hmm. What what do you want me to sow to this person? So whatever we give in the room, and then what the Lord always tells me, and so. Um, that's the, uh, Gail and Angie will come up. What is it that you would like us to, to sow into this 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 ministry or this fam, this, this person? Because the
8: seed, the house, we want the house to plant seed too. Amen. So as you guys give personally, we always as a and house guests give and all seed as all well to the ministries.
0: So, yeah. but it's about empowering them to go forth in the kingdom as well. Okay. Yeah. This isn't like. You're not really like paying them for their service. That's not how it works. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're empowering them to continue what they're doing in the earth. Yes. Amen. So, yes. so, and then we know how seed works. Yes, that number, 1,600,000, that's not normal. Mm-hmm.
8: Uh-huh.
0: That's not normal. No. The church mm-hmm. I led before was bigger than this one, and the annual income was 300,000. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. I want you to know that
7: uh, that's, that's normal right. in the kingdom. <laughs>
0: but that that that's that's gener- That's us sowing seed, mm-hmm. and that's the abundance coming back into the family, so that we can sow again yes, and again. And take care of the this priests. is a biblical principle yeah, that we believe, too. and we're free to operate in, yeah. and that's what produces something like that. Amen. Yeah. It's amazing.
8: I, there was so many times like um, before, and I, just because it's just so beautiful because it's so biblical to take care of the priests. And, Amen. Our, and I remember before when we were pastors forever, I mean, Tom had like three part-time people that would help him and he would just pray like, Lord, I just would love to be able to take care of them better. And now we have- They would
0: to- try to give me a raise and I said, no, I don't want a raise. I would like to give those who are giving yes. their lives to yes. this as well, a raise, whether it be Angie or the other people that were uh, at that church. Yeah. And it was always this kind of wrestle. And I'm like, no, no, It's honor. Yes. It's a biblical principle of the Levites. We're to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And so um, now we... Now there's
8: 20 team members. 20, 20
0: people, people that we are, um, that as are, a family, yeah. taking care of to um, be released to do everything, whether it's the schools and ministry or the different stuff that's happening. Youth and kids. Um, and youth and kids. Yes. and Just so many things that are impacting this region, but the world. And in the season, going to begin to press online even more to take what God's doing here and press it out. Amen.
8: Amen. So um, I just yeah, it's amazing. To personally, thank you for that because you have no idea.
0: Come on, your um, faithfulness. Yeah.
8: Yes, the joy of that, and how many people that serve the Lord and have to do it like uh, Yaba said, like paupers because they ha- they 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 can't even afford to serve the Lord. And you guys, if you have gone through the school ministry and you've read the honors reward, it's just so beautiful this house and how well you take care of the priests here. And so I just really want Come to on. thank that. Because Can
0: we just celebrate this? Yeah. This is amazing.
8: Jesus. Lord, we just say thank you. Jesus. Thank, thank
0: you, Lord, out. for what you're doing here. That, Lord, we get to be a blessing yes. to ministers and to the nations. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We have $146,623 in reserves. This is what we, um, for the land and for future location. Now, I want to speak to that. We have been praying and seeking God on, on launching another location. It was only a couple months after we did this that I went to my apostle and I said, Man, I'm just feeling something like the Lord spoke to me that we're going to do that. I'm just feeling something very subtle in the spirit, but I'm, I'm as I press into him, and I'm not getting more of what. Like, why am I? What am I feeling in this hesitancy? And he said, "I'll go to prayer for you." And so he went to prayer, and he came back. and He said, "I just don't feel like it's the time. I think it's timing." How many of you know you? God can say do something, but then the timing yeah. is, you know. So <laughs> every mature person, you know. So, <laughs> so, so that's that's what it was was the timing. And so then shortly after the Lord revealed to me through a dream and through several things, what why on the timing, what it was. And man, God has done so many amazing things. So we're not going to do something without him saying go. Amen. And so, so that is coming. There's no question about that, yeah. but it's, it's according to his timing. Yes. And so we will continue to keep you, the family in communication with that. When we hear something we're going to say something, right? It's like, you see something, you say something. If I hear something, I'll say something. So
7: <laughs>
0: so um, very excited for that. We're continually, yes. um, nothing's changed in that. No. It's just timing. We are being very, that's a test. How many know that's a test? No. The Lord is testing us. Are we going to build our kingdom or are we going to build his kingdom? And so that is the, the test to um, the families to, to make sure that when he says, go ahead and do something. That that's when you do it. He might say, I'm gonna do this. David, you're gonna be king. Yeah. And then he has to wait. <laughs> right? Joseph, your family's gonna bow because you're, you know, he didn't know why, but then he has to wait. Right? So all of this is just the scriptures. And so um, even Jesus, he was <laughs> in his 30s by the time he mm-hmm. was um, freed to do um, his father's will in the earth. Amen? Mm-hmm. All right, the last page. Kingdom Builders, these are um, the global ministries that we were able to partner with. These are the local ministries we were able to partner with, and this is what we were able to do with the future leaders, what they were invested into. These are the ministries sown into. Look at that list. Look at that list. We sow seed into those ministries, and we just say, Lord, we agree with what you're doing in those ministries. Take them further. And so, okay. Okay. Here's the big kind of like drum roll, right? Mm
7: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Anyone got a drum roll for me? This is what was sown. This is the amount sown total between everything. I I need a better drum roll than that. John Carter.
8: John Carter. All right.
0: You're going to write it in. It's not written in. I have it written here. This is how much seed was sown for the expansion of the kingdom in the last 12 months, $510,909.64. Do we have that there? Come on. That's incredible, church. That's incredible, church. We sowed more seed into the kingdom than the church I used to lead gave all year. (laughs) Jesus, listen. This is absolutely um, incredible because do you remember what we were able to do the first year? 60,000. And then the next year we had a $100,000 goal and we beat that. Do you guys remember what it was?
7: 2
0: 160 is around there. Yep, 150 is yeah, 160. And then we were like, "Okay, what if we can do 200? Maybe maybe 250? Double it." Double it. <laughs> Jesus! That's
8: how seed works. (laughs) I'm
0: telling you, this is how the kingdom really operates. Um, You will not find a church who's doing kingdom stuff, impacting the nations, miracles, signs, wonders, equipping, all that stuff. You will not find it without finding generosity. It is how the kingdom works. It's by seed. You obey the tithe, and you sow seed, and you care for the poor, the alms. If you don't do those things, good luck. This is the kingdom. It doesn't make any sense. You're like, well, we have our own needs. Look, look at our carpet. We have our own needs. Like this is.
8: <laughs> You've noticed the carpet, right? Okay.
0: <laughs> we have our own needs. How many of you know that we have our own needs?
8: Yeah. yeah.
0: This is what kingdom looks like.
8: God will provide. This for is what
0: needs. the kingdom looks like. Mm. We said no. We're going to invest into the kingdom of God. We'll get new carpet at some point. <laughs> We'll, we'll expand the building, and we'll do all that stuff. But we'll do it when God says. Yeah. Amen? It's a test. I'm like, when we move the chairs and we do stuff, I'm like, oh, my gosh.
7: Like,
0: <laughs> calling carpet cleaners all the time. I'm like, this is crazy. But, but I'm like, no, this is what the kingdom looks like. Mm-hmm. There are things happening in the earth that are happening because of you and because of us and because we will not keep what God says give. Give. We won't do it. Katie and I won't do it. And as a family, we want to lead in that way. We won't do it. And so I'm just so proud of um, the family. We can testify for um, days, days. Okay. but I want to share something the Lord shared with me. Could you go ahead, take a seat.'ll: okay. we'll, we'll, uh, you, you to keep
8: the water.:
0: Is that mine? It's mine?: but you can. No, you can have it. I want to share something quickly, and then we're going to um, use that to launch to a, um, a prayer of commissioning over um, some of our sons and daughters of the, of the house. And, uh, and then we're going to, we got some food, right? Yeah. What are we eating after? Are, Botluck. Botluck. okay, all right. I'm reading this week, and I'm just saying, Lord, what do you want to say to your people? And I'm reading in Proverbs 11... And the Lord blessed me with this, and I want to bless you with it. Whose Bible is this? This isn't my Bible. Shout ta 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 Mine's all highlighted and all this, and I'm like, what is this empty thing? Okay, so um, when I was reading through Proverbs 11, I. Uh, I came across um, this hot, this 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 theme in Proverbs 11 that I want to um, read to you. Starting in verse four, really you could start in verse one, but starting in verse four, he says, "Riches don't profit on the day of wrath. Your riches, earthly stuff. This is why we give, right?" First Corinthians um, chapter three and uh goes in to talk about what we build with in this life will it be silver will it be gold or will it be straw he said all of it will pass through fire in what we build with will be exposed Did we build with eternal things because gold and silver are purified when it goes through fire straw burns up there's nothing left amen so he says your riches won't profit you anything on the day of wrath." He says, but the, righteous, the um, righteousness delivers them from death. Verse five, the righteousness of the blameless will direct his, ways, um, uh, his way all right. So, so you're, you're going away, a direction that seems maybe unsafe, but because of righteousness, you'll find your way through it and you'll be all right. Amen? Say, we like that. How many of you know that life has some curves and some things, and they're uncertain, and at times you don't know what to do, and he says, but because of righteousness, he will lead you, and you'll make it all right. We like that. But the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. Verse 6, the righteousness of the upright will deliver them. It's very similar to the one before, but it's saying just in general, not just from death, but in general, you'll be delivered because of, of being right with God. But the unfaithful will be caught by their own lust. This is the desires of their heart. This is like the person saying, I want to make sure you get this. Right? That there would be leaders in a church that would receive an offering and then keep it. He says, they'll be caught. They will be caught. I wish it wasn't so, but I know it's so. But it's that way, even in your office, those who work for people. Who go? Well, I think I'll just take this, or I'll do this, or do this. I'm going to do this, and I'm not going to tell my spouse. And I'm going to just, I'm going to. And he says, "That's not righteousness. No, the righteous are in the light. Everything they do could be spoken about, and they'll rejoice. Amen. Nothing that they do would be spoken about in the day and find shame. No, you can t- mention anything they do in secret, and if it was mentioned in the light, they would rejoice because it was righteous acts that they did. Amen." He said, what those who do unfaithful things will be caught. He says, when a wicked man dies, his expectations will perish and the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble and it comes to the uh, wicked instead. Say, we like that. The righteous is delivered from trouble, but it comes to the wicked instead. And it just keeps going about the righteous, the way of the righteous and the way of those who are, are, are unrighteous, right? You'll, you, if you keep reading, you'll find it. And so I said, Lord, why are you, why are you what are you doing? Why, what are you showing me? And then um, the, 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 the theme of the video, seek first the kingdom and all shall be added. This one of my favorite verses in the whole scriptures. It's Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. I want to show you something. It's just what God's doing in this family and what he's doing. I want you to catch what he's doing. When you catch principles and you do them intentionally, not accidentally. How many know you've done really good stuff accidentally? How many know it's better to know what you're doing and do it intentionally? Okay. Some of you are business people and you, you know, there's others who sell a house or do this and it's like, wow, I made a profit. And then there's those who are intentionally building and doing stuff and making profit. Who do you think is going to make more? The one who accidentally does it or the one who knows the key and is doing it regularly? The one who knows the key. And so there's this key in the scriptures about how to find yourself in the right way. And we were just reading in Proverbs 11, he's like, it's the righteousness, righteousness, righteousness will deliver you from, from, from death. It will deliver you from any harm. It'll make you through uncertain times. Righteousness will do it. And he says this in Matthew 6, 33. Well, let's go to 31. He says, don't worry by saying, uh, what will we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Do you know there's a lot, if you watch the news, you should stop But if you watch the news, if you watch the news, you're going to be really scared. Because they get paid to inform you about stuff. And if you're scared, you're going to come check back in again to see what's going to happen with it. Okay? So it's like, oh no, this is what, what we're going to, so then there's this this continually like, we need to get prepared. Bad stuff's coming. I don't watch the news. I don't. I promise you, I don't watch it. So there's, like, they, they, were, they were getting ready for Nick's wedding at my house, and they had a football game on. I was like, I didn't even know my TV had TV. Like, <laughs> I, was like I was like, how do you guys do this? He goes, I don't know. My, your kid turned it on. I was like, there's football playing. I was like, what? I didn't even know my TV had TV. So <laughs> I can't remember the last time I turned my TV on to watch something. I got even, like, so... I don't think we do. I don't know how it happened. Maybe it was just for Nick's family. So Nick's family, you're welcome. So, <laughs> so anyways, it, 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 the news is going to get paid to tell you to basically come back, come back, come back for this information. Something bad happening. And, and Jesus is saying here, you don't have to worry about anything. Okay. Right? Because this is like, oh, there's famines coming. There's this, there's this, there's that. Yeah, for the wicked, there is. But the righteous shall be delivered. Oh, yeah. there's a key here. Is God going to go against his scriptures? No. Oh, that's weird. Because you should be storing up food right now because, well, yeah, if you're wicked. But the righteous shall be delivered. And you're saying, well, should I be unwise or this or that? Da-da-da-da, right. The scriptures give it very clear of the examples of people like who, let's say, Elijah. these people who at times were in need but they were righteous i want i want to know where their needs met oh in the midst of famine and those who, who 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 were with the the man of god the righteous their needs were provided as well this is the bible jesus was a wanderer and had everything he needed he said, hey, go, go fishing real quick. You're going to find a, a fish with some, some money in his mouth. There's no, there's no fish with money in their mouth. For the righteous there are. I want you to see this, that the scripture is giving you the secret to stop worrying about all that the world has going on. I don't worry about that stuff. I don't check the news to find out the future. Ha, ha, ha! I know the king of kings. I know how the story ends. I'm not worried Bill Nye is not gonna tell me nothing about no future, okay? They're not gonna tell me about the future. I know about the future. I know what's coming and I know what's coming for the wicked and I know what's coming for the righteous. We win and we're gonna kiss the king. He says this Don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, all that stuff. What, don't, don't worry about what you're going to drink. Don't worry about your needs. These are common, these are basic needs. We have needs. You have needs. So don't worry about those things, right? Don't, don't talk like that. Oh, what, what if? And what did I tell you last week? I don't do the what if game, I don't play the what if. I don't walk on what if. There's a street called what if. And if you want me to walk on it, I won't. And you're like, you're a bad shepherd. You should play the what if game with me. I'm not playing the what if game with you. What if he's truly as good as he says he is? I'll play that what if game. What if he's going to do what he said he's going to do? What if all of his promises are yes and amen? That's the only what if game I'm going to play. He says, He says after all, these things, the gent. Gentiles seek, the, the, the ones who don't know God. They, they, they seek these things. They worry about these things. They, they play the what if game. The Gentiles do this. They, they're concerned about all that stuff. But your heavenly father knows what you need. He knows all of your needs. So he tells us what to do. Seek first. Oh, there's a whole sermon right there. Seek first. Seek first what? The kingdom of God. What does the kingdom of God have to do with the king? The kingdom of God has to do with a king, right? We just, the, England just lost a queen. The kingdom has to do with the monarch. It has to do with the reign and rule of a monarch, okay? So seek first the kingdom has to do with seeking the king and his will. Seek him. Seek his will. Seek his intention. Seek his purposes. Seek that. And his righteousness. Not your righteousness. Seek his righteousness. And all things shall be added to you. Yeah, we do like that. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. I was like 19 when I read this. I was like, well, that settles it. (laughs) I'm a simple person. I'm like, that's it. I take the word of the king as being true. Because it wasn't... The one who wrote this, I know him. And when I met him, I knew, because I met him in the spirit, I knew in the spirit who he was. And I knew he was faithful to everything he said. I knew it. So every time I read this, I go, I know who's back in this. So I believe him. Because I didn't read about him. I met him. So when I read about him, I go, yeah, he is like that. Because I know him. If you were to tell me, if you were to write something about my wife, and I were to read it, I would know if it was true or not true. Because I know her. And if you were to write, just make something up and start going on this storytell thing and you make it up, I go, That's not true. Even if it was kind of whatever, right? I, I would go, I know what she's like. And she's not like that. When I read this, I go, Yeah, he's like that. That's true. So I just don't worry. I don't watch the news to find out if I should be worried or not, because I'm just not worried because my king told me not to be. I'm too busy doing what he told me to do to go and have time to watch the news about what I should be worried about. To do it, I would be now not doing what he told me to do, which is not to worry. And he told me, seek him. I want to know about tomorrow, seek him. I want to know about provision, seek him and his righteousness. Now, where does righteousness come from? The Bible says that Abraham was made righteous by something. What was he made righteous by? Oh, faith. And faith comes by what? And hearing what? Which is his voice. It's hearing by the rhema, hearing by his voice. What do I get when I seek him? Oh, I get his voice. So I seek him. And what I get from it is faith. I get what he wants me to do. And in it, I get faith. And by that faith, it produces righteousness. I'm in right standing because I'm obeying his voice because I know him. It's imparted as a free gift, but it does something in my life. It delivers me from worry, from disaster, and even death. So I'm just a pretty simple person. I just seek first the king and his kingdom and his righteousness. And I'm just trying to teach people how to do the same. That's it. Because there's more church. We're in a season of more. So when I say, go and build an altar with the Lord, because there's more available right now, let's go seek his face. I believe there might be trouble coming for the wicked, but I'm not concerned about that because I'm too busy seeking the king. And when the nations begin to, to cry out because of the disasters that are falling, I'm not concerned. I know where they ought to come. <laughs> And because I sought his face, I'll be ready when they come. What am I going to do? Teach him to seek the king and his righteousness. Because then they'll be delivered. It's just too simple. It's all I'm doing. Sometimes I think I'm, I'm too simple. You want me to be more wise. No, it's foolishness to be wise the way the world wants you to be wise. I won't be it. I'll be a fool for him. I'll be a fool for him. But we'll see how it turns out for the wise. And we'll see how it turns out for the foolish in Christ. Amen? I want the whole world to know it. That's why I live the way I live. Not that they would know that they are fools. But if they live the way that they're living, thinking it's wise, then they should check the fruit of their life. Depression and anxiety and fear and and, and, and devouring and broken relationships, all that stuff. That's not the fruit they want. There's one who gives fruit that gives what they really want, and it's only in Jesus. I won't change the story. So we're going to continue pressing in for the kingdom and for righteousness. And he, when he tells us to do whatever he tells us to do, we'll do it. And whatever's needed to do it will be added. Because that's how it works. Amen? Amen. We have uh, a couple who have just surrendered their lives to seek first. To seek first the kingdom, to seek first his righteousness, and to do whatever he tells them. And as they go on that journey, everything they need shall be added. Amen? Amen? This is my message I gave them at first when it's like, okay... Well, we're going to need finances to do what God's telling us to. No, 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 that's not no. no. Seek His kingdom, seek His righteousness. That stuff will be added. Don't pull away from seeking His face and seeking righteousness to raise money. That's the way the world does it, and they're always left without enough. We're going to seek first the face of the King and His righteousness to do His will in the earth, and He'll add. He'll add, he'll add everything we need so we can accomplish it. Amen. I want to pray for this couple. There's a, a, a time, a holy moment to commission them to a nation and two nations. Amen. It's coming that moment for them to get on a plane with their family and go serve uh, another, another people. And that's what Jesus is about, right? Is that the whole, all the nations go preach the gospel of the kingdom to the ends of the earth, and then the end will come. This is what the scripture says. We want the end to come. He said, Preach the gospels to the ends of the nation, then it shall come. So while we're sitting in our houses preparing for Armageddon, Armageddon's not for you, it's for the wicked. You know, there's nothing you can do except seek his face. All the other stuff is not for you to worry about. It's a good day for you. It's a victorious day for you. Armageddon's not against you. You're on the winning side if you're in the faith. Okay? (laughs) I I just saw myself riding a horse with him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm with him. I'm not the one like, oh no. I'm the one that's like, we're have victory belongs to the Lord. I know whose side I'm on. Carters, will you come? Come. This is yours, right? Good. I wanted to make sure it was. This couple have s- submitted their lives unto the Lord to say, not my will, but thy will be done. And they've submitted themselves to their apostles, to their leaders, to be trained, to be equipped. When we said, do this or don't do this, they said, yes. This is uh, signs of, of, of those who can be trusted. God's not trusting people who can't, who can't be, who won't submit. You imagine giving authority to someone who's never submitted? Scary. So God's giving them authority because of that level of their submission. Amen? So we bless you. And we want to anoint you in preparation for your sending. And to recognize the call of God on your life. And to say, we agree. We agree with what God's telling you in the going. And we release the grace of God for you to do it. The scriptures, that's how it works. There is an impartation of grace to accomplish the will of the Father in the earth. And the apostles laid hands and they commissioned those that God was raising up. We see this in Acts 12. We see this as the scripture saying, set them aside. Set them aside for the sending. And as for thousands of years, they've continued to do this. To mirror Paul and Barnabas is set them aside. So for those who are listening to my voice right now, you're taking part in an Acts 11 moment A set them aside moment. Set them aside for the work of God. So we set them aside and we agree. We have set them aside. And now we agree with their sending moment. We anoint them and we ask for the grace of God. It's by grace. Through faith. Let the grace of God empower their faith. To accomplish everything that your heart desires, Lord. To lead their children to be world changers. To tear down Satan's kingdom. And to establish their fathers. May the broken hearts of the Irish be healed. May every demon that comes against the Irish people be delivered from them. May every lost, wandering orphan of the Irish people become sons. And may may we see the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. What you did through St. Patrick, we say do it again. We do it in our weakness, God, because you're strong enough for both of us. So not by our strength, not by our might, By your spirit and your grace, Lord, we say do it. In Jesus' name. And may it spread throughout Europe. And may we meet in the middle. In Jesus' name. Amen. We commission you as sent ones to go tear down Satan's kingdom and to establish your Father's will and his house and the earth. Build apostolic family with your new apostle as you go. Amen. Serve him like you served us, and you'll do well. We love you. What he's already done in your life, he's going to do through your life. What he's already done in your life, he's going to do through your life. Amen. Amen? There's no difference between us. He's no respecter of men. In the boldness and the audacity that we have to obey the voice of God, go and do likewise. Amen? Amen. Extend your hands, church. I have different team members that want to pray, different sons, different elders come and declare blessing over them.
9: Father, I just thank you for John and Kelsey. I thank you for their humility, their obedience, and their hunger for you, God. That they would say, We don't want anything else anymore. We've tasted and we've seen that the Lord is good. And so we're not going to pursue anything else for the rest of our lives. God, we're going to seek you. You can have us. And so, Father, I honor their surrender. And I bless them. I declare and decree that no weapon formed against them will That's prosper. Right.
0: That's right.
9: Every tongue that rises against them in judgment, they shall condemn. This is their heritage as servants of the Lord, because their righteousness has come from you, and their vindication is from the Lord. And so Lord, I thank you for the breastplate of righteousness being put upon them now, and a shield of faith in their hands to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. I thank you for the hope of salvation as a helmet upon them, for the sword of the Spirit being put in their hands. Lord I thank you for the anointing to preach the gospel that the spirit of the Lord is upon them to preach the gospel to wield the sword and to cut through the lies of the enemy and every veil that Satan has set up to build strongholds in the earth that strongholds shall be struck down and the kingdom of God shall be established like a stake in the ground So, Father, I declare and decree divine favor to be upon them. Divine provision to be upon them. Divine health to be upon them. And divine protection to be upon them. That you establish these pillars around them. That you guard and you keep them from the evil one as they remain hidden under the shadow of the Almighty. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
4: Amen. So, I'm going to declare something over you. And I was asking the Lord, like, what do you want me to pray? What do you want me to say? And I've, I felt like I wanted, he wanted me to expose the plan of the enemy. The plan of the enemy is to divide you two. And the strength of your ministry is the strength of your connection and your relationship. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare a blessing on this marriage. I declare that nothing shall come between what God has put together, that you shall grow closer, that you shall grow stronger, and that your love shall burn hotter each and every day. I declare you guys will honor each other in your decisions. I declare grace upon you, Kelsey, to honor John as the the head of the household. And John, I declare grace upon you to love Kelsey like Christ loved the church. I declare unity in this family. And I declare you guys will be a pillar together. And nothing shall shake you besides the shaking of the Lord. And Father, I pray right now that you would bless this marriage. And I say every weapon against this marriage shall not prosper in Jesus' name. And I bless you as you go out, and I pray let the grace of this house, the anointing of the Sozo ministry be upon them and through them, God, to establish and build the new work, God. And wherever they go, let the grace of impartation that people would, would walk into the kingdom and begin to save, to heal, and deliver all those that they release this grace. We bless them as they go in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes.
2: First of all, I pray that your capacity to love the unlovable increases. That you see the unseen. And sometimes that might be your children. But Lord, I pray eyes for them to see those who need to be seen. To be able to minister exactly what is needed for their freedom. Lord, and I pray a blessing upon their children that they would grow in their desire to serve you as they watch their parents serve you. May John and Kelsey's ceiling become their children's floor. And they would have a heart to chase after you, Lord. And take over even beyond Ireland. Thank you, Father. Pray, blessing. And may they always be unified. World it is. And that they would never be divided in decisions. Their children would see them as a united front. One for the kingdom. Lord, we thank you, Father, and bless them in your name. Lord.
0: Anyone else? <clears throat> yeah. 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 Amen. We ha- you may be seated besides them Parata. Can I have these gifts here? ta ta ta. Just take this one. This is for you. Open it, Man of God. Come on. Bless you. For those of you who know <laughs> Come on. For those of you who don't know, I like to give watches as a gift. Timing is everything. The Lord speaks, but can you get in sync with his timing? And so I believe you are, and we bless you with that. Yeah. box inside a box inside a box. (laughs) It's a necklace with a key because you got the keys of the kingdom. God's given you the ability to unlock and to shut things, shut Satan's work, to open God's work and uh, we send you to go and do so. In God's timing and with his keys, go and establish his family. Amen. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine always upon you and your children. May he fill you with grace and peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. We love you. All right, take your blessing and go. (laughs) That's an African prophet thing, sorry. Well, church, I hope you're ready because what God's uh, doing in our midst is uh, everything. I really believe this is was to get ready. We've been a part of um, the assemblies for the last three years, and we are not a part of the assemblies anymore. And that was a part of the getting ready for what God was having us get ready for. And I believe that we should be undercover, of undercovering, and we were. And then uh, the Lord had us come out of that covering, denominational covering, into the apostolic covering that is the New Testament. Amen? And so uh, we honor and bless uh, uh, my apostle Israel Kim, and uh, what God's called him to do in this region. And we're excited for, uh, as a family, to come into our third year as um, fully into that place of apostolic. Amen. Amen. To come into a place, fourth year, come into the fourth year, but finish up the third year. Coming out of the finish line of the third year in order. What did I talk about a couple, couple months back about Order. Order leads to glory. glory. You'll find it every time in the, in the scriptures. People are waiting for revival. God's waiting for his people to get in order. If Moses would have built the tabernacle in any other way except according to God's pattern, would we have seen the glory come? No. Jesus said, I only do what I see and hear. He built according to the Father's pattern. And what happened? Acts 2, glory. And so we want his glory to fill the earth. But we have to be a people willing to come into his order. Amen? Yes. Amen. So get ready for this next year. Get ready for what God's going to do. It's going to be an increase of everything that he has done. But I, I, I don't know if you're ready. I hope you are. I told you what to do to get ready. Build an altar and begin to pray. Because God wants to do something special. We tell stories about what God's done for other people but he wants you to be a part of that story. Yeah. The people in the future are going to tell stories about what God did in your midst. Amen? I believe it. I believe it. So would you stand up? I want to pray a blessing over you. And we're going to celebrate by eating and, and, uh, and, and you know, come on, feast. That's the feast. Um, with the ministry team come forward? We just want to make ourselves available for anyone who does need ministry. But I want you to know that you're loved. I love you. We love you. Um, you're the, you're a, a wonderful family. I couldn't ask for um, a better family to lead. And I'm so honored that I get to, I take it as a very humbling uh, f- a walk in the fear of the Lord. To, because He really loves you. And uh, I take it very seriously that I would love you the way Jesus loves you. Amen? That you are loved. I love you. Jesus loves you. And he's going to do amazing things this year. Greater things than he's done in the last three years will be done. Amen? If you agree, say amen. Amen. Lift up your hands. want to pray a blessing over you. May the Father who created the heavens and the earth, may his face shine upon you. May he bless you and may he keep you. May he fill you with his grace. May he lead you by his spirit. And may he fill you with his peace. May he do greater things than he did even through his son, Jesus, in your family and through your family. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Please if you need prayer come forward we'd love to